Now, uh, for you guys, panel, these buttons turn on your mics. Like this? Hello. Yeah, exactly. It's working. Uh, they don't Hello. have a way to control each level, so like Skype of, of old, Hi. You, you have to, uh, you don't want to get too close or too far. You know the drill. Will this crash like Skype? Yeah. <laughs> How do microphones work? Oh, that's nice. Microsoft yeah. microphones, maybe? Um, Hello. There we go. Yeah, it works. All right. We'll, ma we'll wait for a few more people to file back, and then we'll get going with this. Uh, just a, a quick mention, if you're going to BlizzCon or want to go to BlizzCon this year and you don't have tickets, the Geeks booth upstairs is starting a uh, contest slash raffle for BlizzCon tickets to, uh, today. So check that out. Also, I failed to mention this before, and not that you should spend too much time in there, but there is a theater across this room that's about 30 seats or something, where all day there's like He-Man and Thundercats cartoons playing. So, so I'm not doing Skeletor on, here, on the mic. How many, are there TMS fans here, Morning Stream fans? Whoa! <laughs> yeah, but we were on to something. Um, well, good, because you'll get some of the references we have later today. I didn't Other, hear that. Otherwise, were there, were there that would have been. Were some people in the audience who like TMS, you said? What, what, what? Were there some people in the audience who like TMS? Yeah. I, was, I was tweeting. I'm they sorry. asked if we like hey, TMS. Could you get closer to your microphone? I said, do they like me on TMS? <laughs> what do they think of that pointy bald man there? Uh, all right, well, I think, we're, uh, I think we're good to go. Well, there's a whole bunch of people coming back. Um, all right, welcome to the, uh, the oh, Patrick, Patrick needs room. Come on, Patrick. Lap trick, right? Lap trick from France. Look, there's room, sit right there. You're a svelte European. Tom, don't fall off. Oh, yeah, I'll do that too. All right, while they're situating Patrick, uh, another quick note, in the back there on a counter, is a great big frog pants dude on a print and a marker. I would like to encourage everyone here, when they have a second, to say something on there. Sign your name, whatever. I want to hang that thing up at home and remember this year. So it, no rush. It's going to be there all day. But if you get a second, try not to do big, huge paragraphs and block other people out, but do what you can. All right. I'm down here because I'm going to run around and take your questions as we get going. But this is a chance for us to talk to the podcasters who are doing stuff in and around the network that you know and love, uh, and a chance to kind of talk about what they're doing, what they love about it, any questions you might have. I have a few I'm going to ask them as well. We're going to start by introducing everybody, and I'm just going to do it the easy way, left to right. On this end, my left. Dill's left. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, Willie Dills Gregory, co-host of The Instance co-host of the instance and keeper of the San Francisco Giants flame, the ultimate in Hunter DPS, Mr. Willie Dills Gregory. There you go. Yeah, you should, see, that's what you should do is wait for Fletcher to do the clapping part, because his, his is way better than mine. Uh, next to him, we have Brian Ibbett. Brian Ibbett, host of the long-running Coverville podcast and co-host of the Morning Stream and Film Sack, a man who plumps when you cook him, <laughs> Brian Ibbett.
next to him, we have uh, uh, Major Spoilers' own, Critical Hits' own, Mr. Steven Schleicher. Steven Schleicher, founder, of ho founder and host of Majorspoilers.com and Major Spoilers Podcast, along with his co-hosting gig on Critical Hit. Please welcome the strangely tanned Steven Schleicher. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. He wore this cool beret yesterday in his convertible he rented and made a little line. I've had it up to here with you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also with us, who we got next over there? Eric Van Skyhawk. Uh, Scott Fletcher, take it away. Eric Van Skyhawk, former Utah Connection and professional runner, <laughs> Eric Van Skyhawk is the co-host of App Slappy and has released his own album of electronic music. Careful, he may leave any second to go to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Van Skyhawk. And next to him, of course, we have Eileen Rivera. Eileen Rivera, the best thing to happen to App Slappy since Sally's Spa. <laughs> and production queen of Twit, the eminent Eileen Rivera. Yeah. We're going to get through all these people, I swear. Next to her, we have uh, English Breakfast himself, Mr. Mark the Terpster Turpin. Co-host of the Instant Podcast, Hypothetical Help, and other such rubbish, the ultimate in British <laughs> imports since Ringo Starr, Mark the Terpster Turpin. Yeah. I think they like you, Terpster. Uh, and next to him the lovely and talented Miss Veronica Belmont. Host of the Sony Core. Q-O-R-E. <laughs> Co-host of Revision 3's Texilla and Sword and Laser. Ladies and gentlemen, America's next top model, Veronica <laughs> Belmont. And to Veronica's left, Scott does directions, anyway. <laughs> uh, we have Mr. Randy Jordan, a.k.a. Randy Deluxe. Co-host of the Film Sack, former co-host of The Instance, and the man with the most booze in his car right now. <laughs> Mr. Randy Deluxe. <laughs> Woo! And sitting between him and Brian Dunaway in a tiny little space... Uh, Patrick Beja, host of the Phileas Club, the Movielicious, and a bunch of French stuff no one can understand. <laughs> Mr. Patrick Beja. <laughs> the 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 ah is silent, I guess, or whatever. <laughs> and then next to him, uh, someone I've worked with forever, Mr. Brian Dunaway. A man who needs little introduction, so we will keep it short. Co-host of the Final Score, Film Sack, and a host of the host of Comics Coast to Coast, and former Jello wrestling champ, circa 1994, <laughs> Mr. Brian Dunaway. And then, uh, last but not least, my friend Tom Merritt, host of Tech News Today on the Twit Network. Host of so many shows, including co-host of the Sword and Laser podcast, Tom Top Five, and more. He is Lord over all he surveys. It's Tom Merritt. All right. That took a while, but that was way fun, right? Um, all right. Well, 
we'll just get started. I, I think actually I'll throw a question to Tom. Now what I want to do is that I'm going to do some general stuff. But please, anytime anybody's got a question, raise your hand. I'll run over to you and uh, we'll let you ask it, okay? Uh, so here we go, Tom. Tom. What? Yes, Scott. What is it like doing work for Twit versus doing your own personal shows on the side? What is the difference between those two things? Well, there's a lot more people to help. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. Uh, it's a different audience you get exposed to. Uh, that's one of the reasons I, I wanted to put shows on Frog Pants Network, too, because when you put it on different networks, you get uh, exposed to different audiences. But specifically versus, you know, I've, I've done it East meets West. I've done on my own. I've done it on Twit. And now I have it on Frog Pants, so it's it's kind of like the Pedro Bourbon of podcasts. It just keeps getting traded, uh, and and comparing all of those, uh, it's a lot easier to do it when you have support, when you have a have a team of people around you, when you can just go, yeah, Jason, go edit that. I'm going to be in my small room that I share with five other people, but uh, yeah. That, does that, that kind of get what you're... It does, and I, and I don't want to ask the question, which do you prefer? Because I think that's a, a loaded question, because... Well, yeah, no, that's, a, that's a, actually a better way, because that'll force me to say something <laughs> worthwhile. Because uh, there, there's advantages to both. When you do it on your own, you can do it on your own schedule. It's one of the reasons we, we took East Meets West off of doing it on Twit. It was never an actual Twit show. We were just doing it on Twit for, for kicks. But we found that we were a little tenser in front of an audience with that show, which is supposed to be really laid back. And we had to tell everyone when we wanted to move it. Because, you know, when it's just Roger and me, we can put it wherever we want. So when you're independent, you have a lot more flexibility, uh, and, and not flexibility of content, but flexibility in execution, and you have total control over it. But you also have to do everything. So now I'm back to like, oh right, I have to record this, I have to edit it, I have to publish it. Um, and so the nice thing about being part of a network uh, like Twit is, you know, you've got Leo Laporte out there pumping your stuff, which never hurts, and, and you've got a bunch of people uh, helping you out. So something like Tech News Today, I could never do on my own. I, you, you've got to have other people to do that. Okay, awesome. Perfect. I got a question for Patrick Bejan. What's it like being wedged between two handsome, handsome men? <laughs> Has that ever happened to you? <laughs> I take it back. That's not my question. Oh, yeah, push your button. I got to have it on there. So Patrick, I want you to just tell us quickly you're doing a bunch of, I keep knocking over these things. You're doing a bunch of stuff in France specific to a yes. French network of shows. Uh, yes. What is it like to do, I mean, I could be wrong, but it seems like podcasting is a largely English consuming uh, thing. Dude. Cause you, <laughs> but I don't know that for sure, right? I still think you guys, you know, eat cheese and don't shave, so whatever. <laughs> Um, and you're going to surrender any minute, right? But, and you'll go, what will you do? You'll... <laughs> but anyway, what is it, what's it like producing for uh, that effort over there? Tell us kind of how that's going and what you hope, uh, what happens at least in France and internationally with that, that network. Um, okay, so it pains me to say this a little bit, but uh, we are a little bit behind uh, the U.S. and the English-speaking world uh, on podcasts at least, not on anything else. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> right, Walmart is something we also wish we had. Um, we are, I guess, it's, there are two things. First of all, podcast really, really got started a few, uh, maybe two, three years ago. It started getting a real steam in France where, that's annoying. 
Is that you? Yeah, maybe it's me. Skype. I thought that was your accent. <laughs> Who's using Skype? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it really got started about a year, uh, two years ago, um, really getting steam. So, we're, and we're really, the, me and the group uh, that's, we're, that I'm working with, we're sort of pushing it. So we're at the forefront of it. But, <laughs> so basically we're, it's interesting. It's starting to get some real, uh, a, a quite a large audience, but, France in itself is not really ready. I'm, I'm starting to speak about uh, commercial opportunities. Basically, sponsor-wise, it's a little bit difficult, and it might arrive at some point, but for now, we're really all doing it um, f from our free time. And the thing is, we really have to be serious and professional, so not like frog pants. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, we're, we're trying to build a network a little bit more like a smallish twit slash revision three. So all the things you're saying, like we can't really miss an episode and we have a, a, a stringent schedule. So that's a, taking a lot out of us. On the other hand, and, and basically we're not getting paid a lot, so we're, we're doing a lot of work for very little money. But the other thing I really wanted to say is that even though I love my French audience and it's really something that I cherish and I hope someday I can live off of that, it, this is gonna sound like pandering, but it's really not the same as you guys. Um, oh, no, it's that. true, it's true. I mean... <laughs> clap, please clap for that sad thing I just heard. <laughs> no, but it's true. I mean, I, uh, this is where I got my start, right? And, yeah. and all the people here uh, are, are people I really care deeply about. And it's something that wouldn't be possible without this thing that unites us all, the, the podcasting and, you know, all of this. So even though I do love the things I do in France, I, I wouldn't be here, you know, if, it, if, it, if there wasn't a little something more on the English-speaking uh, side of it. So really, thank you all. Oh, very nice. <laughs> The French really are the poets of Europe, aren't they? <laughs> Veronica Belmont. <laughs> uh, you travel a lot for core, right? Go to Japan, yes. TGS sometimes, stuff like that. Uh, splitting time between that and Revision 3, what's that like? So I, what I want to get to at the core of this, the core of it, okay. is, is, what, is what is it like trying to balance these these very different kinds of things? You're, you're in a studio with Patrick on one day and the next day you're being flown somewhere to do remote coverage with a lot of shooting and editing. What is, how do you balance that? Is there anything to balance? Is it easier than I think it is? Just kind of speak to that maybe a little bit. Um, it's not that hard because I always have Monday. Monday is always Texilla. So that's just kind of like off the calendar. Um, so then, yeah, it's, it's a lot of traveling, but it's, it's a lot of fun too to have different kinds of experiences and get to kind of be out in the world and meet a lot of different people and learn about games. and. So they're, they're good and, and I like having that Monday time to just kind of be in the studio and get to work with Patrick and Roger and, and plan the show and shoot the show. It's kind of like the stable force in my life at this point, you know? So I appreciate that. So you, Salt Lake's the best though, right? Since you've been, Salt Lake's yeah, it's best. amazing, right? Yeah. Right, locals, come on. <laughs> Listen, I brag about this place on every show I'm on. You gotta back me up here. <laughs> Utah Connection, that's right. Come on. But Sword and Laser is my favorite part of the week. Yeah, that's a good yeah. We love Sword and Laser. Um, all right, cool. Ibit, here's a question for you. We're almost to the point where you guys can start asking, so be ready for your, with your questions. 
The trick to being so consistent over the years with Coverville, how in the crap do you have 800-something episodes <laughs> of that show? Uh, yeah, that's a really good question. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's that it's still uh, exciting to me, you know, I mean, exciting to me. Um, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Following comment? No, no. I mean, the fact that it's, you know, that, that uh, I'm still really passionate about the music and I'm always discovering new things. And it's, you know, if I, if I decide to maybe drop it down to a once a week show or maybe, you know, once every two weeks, then this stuff piles up that I want to play. And uh, so I need that outlet. Plus, you know, I'm a narcissist and so I need a, a chance to hear myself, uh, well, like I'm doing right now. This is kind of cool. <laughs> Again, exciting. <laughs> So, all right, but has there ever been a time during that time where you just went, man, 500 is good, I'm feeling good about that, I should just step away from the microphone and be done with it? Um, not really. I mean, there have been times that, that I've thought about uh, dropping it down to once a week or even, because uh, at the start I was doing three times a week. I was doing Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. Um, and there have been times I was thinking, hey, you know, maybe I'll stop at a nice round number like 750, even 1,000. Even though iTunes won't support that high uh, for the track number, for the episode number, I think might have to either get them to fix that or start at zero again when that time rolls around, which will probably be at this rate next week. So, <laughs> so I'm doing a show right now. Did you know yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually got <laughs> This whole thing, by the way, is being recorded. And str oh, hello, stream. People in the camera back there can see us. We're all live to like, <laughs> what are we at, GnomeWise? 400, 500? 490. 490, 490 wow. people watching. So they couldn't come, sadly. Uh, so, just to follow that up, yeah, yeah. I get asked all the time, what's it like doing a daily? Essentially, we do Monday through Thursday, yeah. and that's new for both of us. It's new for both of us, And yeah. it was kind of a big <laughs> jump, and we weren't sure what it was going to be, and it turned out to kind of be a bigger hit than we maybe even anticipated. Yeah, for sure. Um, how does that fly with you? How do you feel? I'm asking you as if we don't do it together, but how do you feel about <laughs> daily work like that? Like, it, de it definitely uh, forces you to change your schedule and get used to arranging things in a whole different way. But once, you know, once that first couple weeks was passed, it's like I get up, I look forward to doing morning stream, even, what is it, 80 shows later, yeah. I still have the same excitement for doing it that I did that first week. And uh, um, now it just feels like a natural part of my day. I still have people, though, in my life who I tell, you can't call me between 8 and 10. Right. I have the same and problem. they still do, yeah. yeah. I barely take calls from you between 8 and 10. <laughs> Um, Randy, I got a question for Randy. My old friend Randy. Um, Hi, how, Scott. So you and I, when we did the instance, it was just two of us. Yeah. And that was kind of a, we had a cool vibe for that show. The, the new vibe is cool, but the, you know, it's cool, Dills and Terps, it's cool. Well, but we yeah, had But we had a, we had a nice two-man two thing going. Yeah. But you're also part of FilmSack, and you've also been on other shows, lots of other shows. We've all, at yeah. one point or another, guested on shows where there's maybe two or three more people. Yeah. How do you see the group dynamic as a part of podcasting? Does it make it harder? Oh, you know, less of it? When I'm we, throwing you the tough one. This is, this is a good question. Cause when no we, softballs for me. When rent. we first got together, we had a, a long discussion about uh, formats, about two-man, sorry, Two-person, uh, two-person, three-person, you know, and four-person uh, formats. And the, the fact is that we decided that it ultimately came to the chemistry between the persons, like uh, that there were three-person formats that worked better than two-person formats and vice versa, depending on how you threw people together. I really wish that there was some mechanism we could have like a, a red robin, round, round robin, 
collaborative and just like just grab any three people and see what they what they would uh, 20 coming in 2012 that's a good idea yeah but uh, the main the main thing I remember uh, from the very first days that you and I ever started talking about podcasting being the the driving force and the thing that I still feel like is the reason why there's so many people here is this complete agreement we had that it was about involving the community that it was about bringing them into the shows and making them a part of everything. And I just, I, I, that's when I realized that we were going to be working together for as long as we cared to because we, we so totally agreed about it. And it seems to me like everyone you've ever found to work with, on, even on little side projects, seem to all have that same, that same feeling. It's no, you don't have any, uh, anybody who likes to deliver sermons. You have, you have a lot of people who really like to get feedback to respond to questions and, and uh, in some cases, you know, like uh, Patrick here, you know, you have people who go out and <clears throat> are being idiots. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. Just trying to find a nice way to say, you know, <laughs> and encourage the idiocy. So right, right, right. <laughs> no, I, you make a really good point. And I want to kind of uh, compound that a little bit and say that it, the key to this working, everybody's like, how are you doing, how are you pulling this off and whatever. And this may get bigger. I don't know what this does. This does whatever it does organically. And you guys have, a lot of you have been a part of it all along the way. But to say that you're just a part of it is kind of silly and meaningless. You are the biggest part of it. So we can yap all day in front of microphones and cameras until we're blue in the face. And it's just not, what's the point? You can have passion for it and you can, you know, all of that. But it's building a community of smart, mature, interesting, uh, complex people who who listen and follow and, and create kind of a groundswell of interest and and it's it's so it's pretty special and it's nothing we planned we didn't plan that it just kind of is this weird side effect and to speak to what Randy's saying about you know picking the right people it's kind of to this and, and more pointed toward this group dynamic thing it is really key and you just have to have kind of a I don't know just a feel for it to know that the, these conversations you have over the phone a couple of times that you know Tom Tom Merritt would be great to be on a show with Let's do forecast. Ah, it's a show to do, right? And it's someone who you can bounce off of and, and stuff like that. And it's true of everybody here. So it's, that's a key to this. I mean, Brian Dunaway Sometimes yeah. you send a segment like 15 million times and beg to be on the show, <laughs> and then they let you on. Yeah. So that works too. Nah, you bl blame Blizzard. Blame Blizzard. In fact, <laughs> yeah, blame Blizzard is all I'm going to say. Um, all right, well, anyway, that's, that's exactly what I was uh, looking for, that kind of feedback. Um, let's see what else. One last thing, maybe. Maybe I'll just throw this out to, I don't know, Eileen? You're the most niche podcaster up here, I think, because you're all into the vampires and the, and the vampires and stuff. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Now you're going to put me, oh, yeah, <laughs> you watch my show? Awesome. Cool. <laughs> yeah, all about Android, right? Yes. It's not Android Tonight or Android Today. No, this it's week all about Android. Android. <laughs> and App Slappy. And App Slappy, of course. So how important is niching, uh, niching? How, how important, important is niches in podcasting still today? We all thought it was real important in 05 when we were all fresh in our, you know, our podcasting diapers. But is today still a day where you need to, if you're going to start a new show, do you got to really dig deep and find the niche before you even decide to do a show? Like Android, like <laughs> iOS apps like we do with apps that be like whatever. How do you yeah. feel about that? Ouch. Um, actually, I do, I do agree on that still because 
there's so much crap out there. There's so much, you know, mainstream media out there. You know, if you want to start your, your own show, um, you have to, okay, I know lamestream. I'm hearing it, lamestream. But that's what I'm talking about. There's so much out there already that um, if you want to start a show, it has to be obviously something that you're passionate about. But, you know, find that core group because that's the group that's going to rally you. That's the community that's going to rally behind you and then spread that word. So I still totally believe that niche is still very valuable. I mean, without the instance started because all those other WoW shows really sucked at the time. I'm not saying they all suck now. There's some good ones, right? But back then? No, they, they all suck. They all suck still. Sorry. <laughs> you know, just trying to be nice. They're all right. But, uh, but yeah, you see a hole and you go, ooh, I, you know, I think I could probably do that show better. And, and you, you kick it off. And before you know it, you were kind of onto something. And it just takes trying and figuring out if that niche is something for you. And if it's for you, chances are it's for a bunch of other people. All right, let's throw some questions out here. There are already hands flying up. Let's, go, let's start here with Paul. I know Paul. Hey guys, um, I got a two-part question. One is for Tom Merritt. Um, what is it like to work with Leo Laporte and is he as funny as it sounds when he gets angry and cusses? And the second one is for all of you. How do, among all of the panels, there's really not an asshole in the bunch. How do you guys remain really good? <laughs> okay, even the French dude is kind of cool. So. How do you guys all remain, you know, really um, as nice as you, you know, meeting you all today? I've listened to you all for years, but meeting you all today, you're really, really nice people. You're down to earth. How do you all, um, how do you all maintain that with dealing with the internet? Because there's so many creeps and asses out there. All right. Well, Tom, tell us about well, I Chief, lead, Chief Twit first. Eileen could probably describe what it's like to work with Leo better than me since she produces him. <laughs> Uh, but I, I, I love working with Leo, and, and the main reason I love working with Leo is because he absolutely shares my philosophy on content, about editorial integrity, about the importance of the audience, uh, about having intelligent content over flashy, substanceless content. Uh, and I would bang my head against the wall at Tech TV, at CNET, with people, you know, in big corp companies, you get all different types of perspectives, people who just did not understand what I was saying was important and was trying to do. Working for Leo, I never have those issues. I, when, when I have an idea, uh, it, he gets why I have the idea. It doesn't mean that he may like the idea even, but it's, we're always thinking in the same vein, and so that, that's awesome. Uh, as far as, like, is it as funny when he curses? I mean, off air, he just walks around cursing all the time. So, no, uh, That's kind of true, isn't it? Doesn't he kind of just swear all the time? No, I've no. I've heard that. So. No, he's, you know, I mean... I'm I think not, it was Eileen. You're, you're, Eileen, you want to speak to this? You're thinking of me, Scott. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> um, no, the, uh, you know, he's... he's uh, really entertaining, uh, funny guy all, all the time. Uh, he's also very passionate and very sure of what he wants. He has a secure vision. So, you know, the, the flip side of having somebody who is that, like, locked into the same view as you 
Sometimes he wants his way and it's his place. And so you got to go that way. So that, that can be frustrating when you're like, no, but I really, I really want to do this. But most of the time, that's not even uh, an, an issue for me. Uh, he lets me do my shows because he trusts that we're going to do the shows well. Um, and, and I love working there. It's just, it's a, it's a great place. He's letting, he's letting you launch a video game show, which is a huge step, I think. Yeah, he, tech, he actually, he like still is, is a little bit doubtful about video game shows, I think, after being burned by the G4 uh, tech TV merger, um, but he, he, you know, Glenn Rubenstein really knows what he's talking about. Brushwood's great, uh, and and I think we've convinced him that you know we can do it to the level of his expectations and quality. I'm excited for that show, personally. Uh, anyone else? Oh wait, we didn't well, talk to, about that. Why to, are you guys not yeah, jerks? What's uh, to, going on? To answer yeah. that, uh, why we're not jerks? Uh, this this guy right here, he makes sure we're not jerks. He's he, he's a very good filter for um, finding good people. He's so positive. He's he attracts positive people. <laughs> Well, I mean, it helps that positive people to be attracted to, right, though? Yeah, right. So, I mean, he <laughs> Like, it's a bit of an egg, and a, it's a chicken and an egg thing. I'm attracted to positive, smart, funny people, and you all qualify as that. Scott Absolutely. also doesn't suffer fools gladly. No, he does not. <laughs> so, You're out. You're out of here, you There's jerk. trap doors on oh, this thing. What did we... Here. What was it? Uh, uh, who, who did we have on ELR that uh, DJ Dark Matter pants? And, uh, oh, yeah. We, we couldn't tell Long term that. listeners may remember that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's times where you have to make changes and you weren't exactly right about your instincts, but I've gotten really lucky and it's happened to meet a lot of awesome people. Patrick, please. Yeah, I, j I just want to say something else. You were saying, how do you guys keep going with the internet? Um, and, you know, the internet is full of trolls and jerks, right? It might be true for most of the internet. I don't think it's true for podcasting. And I'm not quite sure why. Maybe it's, be, it's because we're actually speaking to people and there's a deeper, more personal connection uh, happening in podcasting. But it's actually, I, I haven't ever encountered, like, m maybe once or twice in four or five years, people who are actually horribly jerky. Mm. Uh, there might be people who don't like something you do and they're going to go on the website and explain what, why they don't like it. But you don't have trolls or ass. Say it. You've already said that. You already said that. Hey, hey, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. But I mean, bum. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you get my meaning. It, I don't think that on, in the podcasting spell. <laughs> I, I think they you're right. Won't. Generally, they fade if they aren't. They usually fade. Pos and yeah. Go they away. they just don't hang around because yeah. you guys push them out. I guess. Yeah. Basically. So wait. Let's ask the person who has almost three million followers on Twitter. You do too. <laughs> so what's another five hundred thousand people? But you, you probably more than any of us deal with just, I mean, just sheer numbers, you're going to have a higher percentage of people being jerky. What do, yeah, you, do, what do you do with that? You know, it's not actually that bad. I think he, what Patrick said about the podcasting community is really true. Like, the only time I have trouble with trolls is on YouTube. Like, that's the oh. only time. And the community is really good about filtering trolls, too. Like, if right. someone goes on a forum or if someone goes on Twitter and starts talking smack, like, the community instantly is on them being like, you don't know what you're talking about, blah, 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 blah. And, yep. and it's like, yeah, get them. <laughs> so you guys are awesome for that kind of stuff. And also just having the community of hosts that we have, like, it's always nice to be able to talk to someone and someone's got your back and someone's able to make you feel better if you ever have any trouble. So it, it hasn't been a problem, really, for me. This is a group, too, where there's nothing weird. Like, there's no, there's no, I feel no baggage with any of them, and it's nice because all have each other's cell phones. Somebody's like, oh, I can't remember that thing, but Randy told me about it. Let me, they, let me they call have Randy. Your cell phone? They, Who? They have your cell phone, these, these guys? Everyone got free cell phones but you. You weren't in on that. I didn't have a cell phone. Oh. Sometimes I send Scott emoji of poop. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, she sends me a little, a little poop symbol in my text. Yeah, me, and, me and Patrick, we like to sext. No. I believe they call it. You, sex and, you and Patrick sext. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah. I don't know how they do it in England. Yeah, that's weird sex we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. So Just I think it's also genuineness. Like everyone up here is doing podcasting and doing shows because they love the topics that they're doing. And nobody's doing it because it's a job or because they have to. And that goes a long way towards convincing the audience that they're going to like you because the audience sees through any kind of fakery really fast. Oh, yeah. Well, when I actually, before I was on the instance, uh, I was interning and I wrote an article and a guy decided to write an entire article about how my article sucked and how I suck and all that stuff. And I went to Scott and I was like, yeah, this really bums me out. And the answer that he gave me at the time uh, was something that kind of stuck with me, which was like, this is going to happen, but I guarantee you there's going to be like 100 people who are going to say really positive things about you right around the corner. And that's exactly what happened. So basically you just have to filter out. You go, okay, well, this guy's just a jerk and he just, you know, he's angry about probably something else. He's taking it out on the internet you move forward. And yeah. so that's what I've always kind of looked at. Every time like, I turn around and I'm upset about somebody saying something, there's like 10 more people who are apologizing because they want to compliment me. They're like, oh, I, you, know, you probably get this all the time, but I just want to say. And so that's why you, know, you just keep that, you keep that in mind. You know? Yeah, we work I mean, on the instance now and certainly during uh, my tenure with Randy, that was not a troll-free zone. Warcraft, Warcraft players can be jerks. None of you, of course. You're great. How many AIE are here, by the way? That's awesome. Your guild leader here will soon have the code to the AIE room upstairs that you can only get in with the code. I'm not kidding. I don't know what's in there. Guild Work, bank. Workstations guild playing bank. Eve are in there or something. Just don't, don't let Scott have the code, please. <laughs> there, 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 there are copies of Rift in the AIE room, so... Scott's going to gurp everybody in, yeah. Um, anyway. Yes, great points by all. Any more questions out there? I want to make sure we get a few more. I'll just kind of work my way back. Hey, so um, when you're doing a live podcast, you invariably will say things that you maybe didn't intend, and, and then you get an angry email about it. At what point do you continue to apologize during the first part of the next podcast, or do you just apologize, uh, you know, like if they send an email, send an email responding like, hey, I'm really sorry that this was said. This is not what I meant. Uh, because I don't want a show to start filling up with the first 15 minutes. We're going to apologize for everything we said in the last. And we're, we're not saying very controversial things, but. Wait, people apologize? When do we apologize? <laughs> I, I guess I'm still new at this, so. <laughs> so that's the question is, do, do we apologize? Yes. Do, okay, that's a good question. Does anybody? Scott, I, I kind of learned to quit doing that, though. If we're factually wrong. Well, definitely, if someone writes in and says, hey, this thing you said was wrong. Yeah. Oh, like, sure, corrections are good. Sure. Then for sure. Yeah, we'll do that on the instance. If something's wrong, we'll correct a fact, and, and especially if we get blasted with emails, like, whoa, okay, everybody slow down. But if it's people who are like, I don't think I like your politics, well, then I'll say, all right, enjoy the ones you have, and all right. We or, get that on TMS you, all the time. Or if you said something really like opposite of what you meant, and you just you know, then I might clarify at the end of the next show. If you get a lot of response, if you only get one or two, I just write those people back directly and be like, "Let me explain. This is what yeah. I was talking about." Yeah. Randy was really good at that with the instance. Like he was email king, and he could he could take a dude down from a tree and back to normal with an email. And a lot of times that's all you need. You don't have to do it on the air. But I know on TMS, I kind of do a fake apology. When it'll be like, I'll be like ripping on Sarah Palin. I take Palin it all back about genuineness. Right. I'll be, I'll be ripping on Sarah Palin for two weeks, 
and then I'll then I'm ripping on Anthony Weiner, <laughs> Weiner, and he'll and everyone and, and and then I'll say, ah, look at that, picking on the Democrat today, and that's kind of my weird and you know dumb way of saying. I, I see that you, some people think I'm a little Scott excited. Johnson is fair and balanced. That's right. <laughs> fair and balanced. And, and or. Sorry, I put the or in there. My, uh, uh, anyone my, else? My, oh, trick is, my trick is just to kill him with kindness. Because that always, I would say, 99% turns them around. Because then they know, oh my God, she actually read my email. She's responding. Um, and, you know, maybe even later down the line, they stop listening to you because they still don't like you. But at that moment, you know, you're just saying, hey, I respect your, what you're saying. Don't agree. Thanks so much for listening. And sometimes that really helps. I've gotten responses where, oh, my God, I love you now, all of a sudden, which is crazy. But it's, I'm like, really? That's all it took was just saying, thanks so much for your email, blah, blah, blah. So um, that almost always tends to work. Yeah, and if you have, you have changes, changes are hard for people. You know, when we brought Eileen on, there were haters. Now everyone loves Eileen. If we lost her, they'd kill us. When Except Randy... for the guy that says that I ruined everything. Eh, I'm still hurt about that. Whatever. <laughs> the internet ruined that guy's life, whatever. But, like, when Randy came on the show, on the instance, we had haters, tons of them. But guess what? It, it turned out awesome. And then we had haters because he was going to work at Blizzard and he had to leave. So then what happened? You can't have the British kid and that other dude on. <laughs> He is a kid. Yeah, like by the way, I'm sorry for those emails. <laughs> France, and, France and Britain always agreeing to disagree. But, you know, and now we have people who really love the new format and don't want it to change. And when it ever does change again, it'd be the same frickin' thing. So, you know, I dread those days and we have to change things because it is hard. And I don't like the transition either, but it's just the way it is and you just kind of have to go, eh, you'll get over it. Because they do and they come back and they stay. And even people who say, that's it, I'm unsubscribing and they make a huge deal out of it, they're usually there next week listening, hoping we say something about his stupid post. So. Well, the important thing too is to not take it uh, in the context, the worst possible context. Because it may have just been like a offhand 30 second comment to them and you're, reading, you're like obsessing over it and like, well, how, how could he say that? And, you know, and, and he's already moved on to it. Don't give it any more effort than he's given it, or she, as the case may be. Yeah, and he doesn't know you. you have to, it's hard sometimes. You read something really hurtful and you're just like, eh. I, you yeah. know, I really worked hard on that and I, you don't know me at all, but I did it because I was trying to be good at it and you're just totally, you know, peeing on my parade. But it, so it takes, it's not easy, but it does take time to get over. And thankfully, we have, we foster a community that just doesn't, Really is peeing on the parade out. the term here in Utah? Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay. Peeing on, you know, I, I, there are no such things. We, we do that. Pee. We definitely pee on parades. Um, all right, so let's do one further back, perhaps. Ice Worm, sure, dude. Ice Worm from TMS, everyone. Okay. Um, this is kind of a three-part question. One was for Tom. Is Molly Wood still not getting what Nertacular is? And um, who else is there? Patrick, can you still justify giving Resident Evil 4 a woot? Sorry. And this is for Veronica. Um, we all heard you were pretty good at talking in the sim language. I don't know if we can get a sample of that. That'd be great. Thank you. Afredache. Zoom, zoom. Nice. I forgot all the questions now because that. Yeah. What about Molly? Oh, Molly. Does she still think Nerdtacular is just a bunch of unshaven. Well, I'm a little unshaven, right? It's true. It's 
Well, it kind of technically is, except for the ladies. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I, you know, uh, Bali likes to just say stuff. So half the time she doesn't really mean it later. If I went up to her and said, do you still think Nertacular is just a bunch of unshaven, you know, she'd be like, did I say that? I don't remember saying that. What's Nertacular again? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no, Molly's fine. In fact, she, she, after, after she got some flack for that, she's like, all right, fine. I'm just, I, I, I like Scott. People just shut up. <laughs> she talks like that off the air, actually. Well, it's kind of hard. We named it something that is hard to explain to people. It just is. If you're with a bunch of normal, average human beings and they say, where are you going this weekend? Oh, I'm going to Nertacular. And they think... Now, what's that? They get nervous and weird and clammy about it. So maybe we change the name one day and call it, I don't know, Ultra Awesome. What, what? Oh, don't change it. Okay. I, <laughs> I thought you were saying, call it no. Uh, Patrick, you were next, I think, with the... Uh, right, so I gave, on the movie dishes, I gave uh, Resident Evil 4, was it? Yeah. A woot. Woot woot. It's for the people who like that kind of I movies. Who, okay, okay. Who enjoyed Resident Evil 4? Come on, show of hands. <laughs> I think that it's, works. It's, that it's we'll the get Jerry that. Lewis we'll thing, right? Um, yeah. You noticed I didn't raise my hand. <laughs> All right. Sometimes I have uh, controversial choices, but I stand by them because... What? Sorry? He said, just to annoy the British Representative guy and Nicole. Yeah. Okay, not my finest hour. Fine. So I have to say, I have one more thing to add. So when Tom and I, I think Molly would actually really enjoy Nertacular, because when Tom and I were at Buzz Out Loud, we actually planned a conference called Spectacle Fest. It's still being planned. It'll happen next year. <laughs> Every year, it, the it will happen next year. Yeah. And Nerdtacular is the closest thing I think we've come to actually making Spectacle Fest come true. So, thank you for yeah, that. I'll take it. Randy had a good suggestion for a name. He was saying the incredible uh, convention of amazing awesomeness. No. So, uh, we were thinking, that's the man up there, that's Tram. Where's Mike Tram? Oh, give a wave, Mike, give a wave. Mike Tram over there somewhere. Him. He's up on the balcony. Oh, he's up there. Don't jump, Mike. There he Don't. Is, Mike Tram. Don't. We love you. He'll, re he'll be repelling later. Uh, love the unofficial web ablog, or weblog, by the way. Good job on there. Two, yeah, whatever, however you say it. Um, uh, there was one other question, wasn't there? No, there wasn't. I want to ask Eric a question, because he is so quiet. There's no other Eric. You don't look down there. It's you. <laughs> you mean that Eric? Um, this, I, I'm, my head just going back to this. Oh, before I ask you, sorry. You brought up Movielicious. I just want to say real quick, and if she's home listening, I hope she is, and I hope she's comfortable. Uh, Nicole Spag, Spagnolo, you know Nicole. She's on the morning stream, or she's on. She is Wednesdays. She's on. Final score. She's part of the final score. She's part of the movie Licious. She's part of Ladies of Leet, one third of them. She's really the host of that. Um, she is a wonderful, incredible, important part of this, and she couldn't be here because she is pregnant and having one of those trimesters you read about where you're just sick all the time. And we I'm did sure not she want really to wants you to talk about that yeah, in front I'm sure of she hundreds does. of people on the live stream. Let me break down all the details. Um, but anyway, I just want to uh, just recognize the fact that they couldn't come as a result, her and Mark, and we're sad about that. Um, Nicole is Frenchy and British get to see him this weekend, but... Nicole is supposed to be watching the streaming right now. So Miss you, Nicole. Hey, oh, she's well enough to watch the stream. <laughs> what's this about? Yeah, so what's up? 
not impressed. Not impressed with that. Uh, can I can I also say that there's another person I wish was here, and it's uh, Sean Sean Coons. Oh yeah. Who has Sean Basic. Yeah, Sean Basic. And I don't know if he's watching. I guess he's busy with his kids. But I really wish he was here. And I do too, Sean. It, if you're yeah. out there, peace. Yeah. Honestly, I, I'd, li I'd, I'd like to say I'm really glad Roger Chang didn't come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, who? We, uh, Randy's always here when, when Sean's not. He's Randy Deluxe. Sean's Sean Basic. Clark Kent, Superman, I'm telling you. Anyway. No, there, are, there are pictures right. of the two of us together. Let's do another <laughs> way. Get you all the way in the back. Actually, my question's for Scott. Oh, crap. <laughs> That's all right. Well, I have been interested in the full series of Extra Life Radio. Mm. I would be willing to pay upwards of 50, 60 bucks for all of the episodes. Who's with I, me here? I'll do it for 40. Nobody's I got the whole thing. For <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what's happening with that? All right. We're waiting on Brian Dunaway. Um, he's a slacker. I got the whole collection. I do. Yeah. No, we actually do have a plan for a collection. I don't know when this is happening. Every year, next year, every year, like Tom says, maybe. But uh, some old ELR fans here, right? Two of you. Yeah. Remind me not to walk in front of that again. So we'll see is the answer. I don't know. This ear is not working right now. Uh, let's do another one in the back, and I'm going to go. Cowboy, cowboy in the house. Booey! I'm gonna stand up. I'm not ashamed. All right, so I have like a couple of questions, maybe three. For Schleicher and Nibbit, you guys are some of the hardest working guys out there pushing out major content, doing multiple podcasts for a week, not dissing you, Scott. <laughs> How do you guys go about, um, you know, getting the time and the materials that you need is for like major spoilers and then for Coverville, you know, all the research you do there. And then for Patrick, I'm gonna, I know for the ladies out here, can you just do, you know, say something in French like, Scott, you, you're the biggest nerd here at Nerdtacular, <laughs> so that the ladies would go, ooh, you know. <laughs> they didn't wanna ask, so I'm looking out for the ladies tonight. And, um, and my wife, you know you want to hear it. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but that, that's it. You good? All right. So let's speak to that thing first. Uh, Steven, you want to jump in on that? And then sure. Um, I've got a real-world job that's a little bit different than everybody else up here because I teach at a university full-time, and I'm also the chair of our department, so that keeps me occupied 90% of the time. And then with major spoilers, there's probably about eight hours of work there, and then, of course, Critical Hit and the Major Spoilers podcast is a lot of time as well. Um, somebody once told me that if something's really important to you, you're going to find time to do it. So with family, two kids, a supporting wife, uh, people from the Frog Pants Networks that are there, there's always time to do everything, and it's, and it's really fulfilling when, at the end of the day, at 2 o'clock in the morning or 3 o'clock in the morning, when I go to bed, and I'm like, well, i got to get up in two hours. I'm still happy and I'm still satisfied with what I'm doing. I think that's the, that's the important part, so. Yeah. How about you, Bibbit? 
Yeah, I mean, basically the same answer here. There wouldn't be a Coverville, there wouldn't be me on FilmSec, there wouldn't be me on TMS without those two people right there in the front row. Uh, Mrs. Coverville, Tina, and my son Tristan. I mean, the, the support and the help and the advice and all that stuff that they give is immeasurable, and so that's what makes it. So it makes it happen. I really, I really think we, we as a group would not be here if not for Kim Johnson. I, oh. I really truly believe that. <laughs> She's not even here to hear it. She's busy upstairs, I'm She's guessing. always there when you need her. That's the thing with Kim, always there. Just not that, but she is normally always there. So. And while we're thanking people, I have to say that I would not have gotten into podcasting or even known what it was if it were not for Adam from the MacCast over here. It was one of the first podcasts hey, hi, I ever listened to. And Brian, Adam Christensen, everybody. Hey. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, Adam and Brian's shows were two of the first podcasts I ever listened to. So you guys are the bomb. For yeah, the, Brian, you the, never played my band on your podcast. What's, what's I up know, with that? I know. Name droppers. Um, just for the record, ELR came out before Twit started. I just want to throw it out there. In your face. We had them by about five oh, months. So did Buzz Out Loud. Oh, okay. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I heard you before it started. So. Smack talk. Tom wins. Smack talk. <laughs> All right. Uh, a couple more questions we'll do. One of these in the middle here. Whoops. Henry. Jeez. Uh, yeah, Patrick, Patrick needs to, to speak some something. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait. Go back. Oh, you. Okay. I'll come back. Hang on a sec. Go ahead. Low ladies. <laughs> All right, so the real sweet talk is only for my girlfriend here. So, however, I will say something in French, and you will have to guess what it is. I just thought this up. All right, and I will say it in my sexy French voice. That was all sexy. What's the other one? Yeah, I know, right? I mean, if it's not sexy, what is it? Like. En France, on ne porte pas de pantalon. Ooh. I don't know what that means. All right. Dude. He's got it. Uh, what is that it? Guy, Tom, what is it? In France, we don't wear pants. Nice. I've heard that. I kind of came into today it's, it's knowing that. It's actually true, too. So. <laughs> I knew true. that before we started. I, I had to rent one to come here. <laughs> okay. This question is for Patrick and Randy and then Terpster and Deals. So, Patrick and Randy, how is it working for Blizzard? And for Deals and Terpster, do you look forward to your future employment with Blizzard? <laughs> I, think I was told that was, that was contractual. That, you know, yeah. Is it six more months or is it eight I more? I think so, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's gonna be good. I'm, I'm looking thinking. forward to it. Yeah. I got some ideas. I'm going to nerf paladins like no one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's going to be good. So you two over there, speak to that as best you can. I know there's like PR people hidden in here that are making sure you don't say stuff. But Right, so first disclaimer, we do not represent Blizzard in any way. That's right. Um, you go. I'll go next. Except for this way that they're about to do it. <laughs> okay. Um, I've been asked this question quite a few times, and I'll tell you something completely truthful. Um, it's because I actually thought about it. 
it's, it's actually completely amazing to go to work every day to a place where people are like you, people get you, you know, at, at, at least at my place of work in Paris. Everyone, almost everyone's a gamer. It's like the guy who's sitting next to me in the PR team to the secretary upstairs in finance to everyone. So you, you can strike up a conversation about that, you know, raid that you did last night or that PVP session or something. And it, they're all going to get it. And they're all mostly, you know, young, 25, 30, 35, I'm one of the oldest guys there. Um, they're incredibly multicultural. We have like 15, 20 nationalities in Paris. You get into a, a meeting and it's people in, you know, jeans and t-shirts looking nerdy and talking about important stuff. So for me, it, I was dreading it a little bit because I had never gone to work in an actual like office from nine to five for a very long time and it turned out to be an incredible experience. So I'm really thankful to be working there. Now, maybe Randy has a different opinion. Tell us about Irvine. I'm sorry? Blizzard Central, Randy. The, the thing that, that I, I'm just really, really lucky that I happen to uh, find the team that I work with. Uh, I work, I, I'm the sixth person in a team that some of you know as Nathera, Bashiok, Zaram, Lylira, Daxari, myself. And the reason that they hired me, like well, there was like a thousand people in, in line for this one job. And the reason they hired me is because I was like them. And you can't possibly have a better job than collaborating with five other people who you feel like everything about all of them is, is totally similar to yourself. So I, I really work with people who get up early, go to work early, stay late, and they're staying late to play League of Legends, but they, they, you know, they, Don't tell they, they that. you know, like, like I work with people who work 12 hours a day, five days a week, because they're just so invigorated by the, the other parts of that team and, and getting to work with them. So I, I really don't even, I, there, there are all kinds of great amenities at all kinds of places to work, but it, you know, I, I'm so fortunate to work with these people that are like me, and who wouldn't want to work with people like me, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Very nice. I, I mean, it kind of it sounds familiar, right? It sounds like why this works, why these people are great, you know, why I consider them brothers and sisters more than I do dorks and ladies or whatever. <laughs> because there is that, there's that thing that's kind of hard to define. I'm going to do you, I'm going to come back to you, and then a couple here. We still got time. We're good. All right. This is for the whole panel. You can all weigh in your opinion. Who would win in a fight? Tom Merritt's beard? Terpster's ego or Patrick's accent? I'd say Pat Terpster. Terpster. Yeah. One well, no. ego. Yeah. I'm. It's huge. Don't, don't try to undersell it now, buddy. It's 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 a it's a podcasting persona. I'm honest. Well, actually, no, I am basically. Well, so is my beard. <laughs> Your beard. Yeah, it's not real. No, I just put it on. Yeah. And, yeah. I can't take it off right now. Listen, having spent two days with, with Terpster, he stayed at our house the first night. He's at a hotel now, giving them whatever he gives them. So that, that tells you yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> first night, now in a hotel. That was planned. So, yeah, that was planned. But he is, uh, he's a treat to hang out with. That ego is not evident when you're one-on-one -on -one with him. And, he's, and it's, I don't even think it's not evident on the show, to be honest. I don't know where people get it. He's confident. He's funny. And he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a star at this. He's good at this. This is his thing. But when he's hanging out, my kids think he's the greatest Christmas present we ever got in June. 
making people laugh. I think my wife I, might leave me now. I am, I am up for that, Kim, in all fairness. So, so <laughs> I can't see her, but yeah. So wait, um, we all agree that wins then? Yeah. All right. I will second. Terpster is the, and, and Patrick, I apologize, Terpster and Scott too. Terpster is the most requested guest on Tech News today. Yeah. Whenever he's on, we get a flood of emails. I'm probably also the most like detested guest yeah. as well at the same time. But, I think, but there's, there's great power comes there. great hatred from yeah. other people. But it's good, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's always fun. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Patrick. We're good, good, dude. We're good. Uh, all right. I'm, I'm hurt. I was going to come here next, wasn't I? <laughs> Hey guys, uh, Nick from 20 Podcast. Um, I have a quick question for all of you. I did a poll to all my uh, audience, and here's the question they asked for each one of you. What is your uh, favorite car and the favorite memory from the car that you had, the very first car? Car, automobile, whatever. That's a, that's a weird question. Dills. Uh, my motorcycle now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Screw the car. Sell the car. Get a motorcycle. Oh, it's not called the motorcycle now. No. That's awesome. Change the name. Maybe of it. I should change the name. Yeah, yeah why not? <laughs> Hibbit. Uh, current car, actually, was my favorite. 2003 uh, Midnight Gray Volkswagen Beetle. The yeah. cover mobile. A lady car. A lady car. Yeah. Yes. Flower pod. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. I think those are fine. Steven, you have a favorite? Maybe that convertible you got the burn on? Oh, yeah, boy, I tell you what, this, uh, it, um, what's it, is a Mitsubishi Eclipse Spider that we've been driving around with. It's been pretty nice. I like that you one. You like that so. one? I do like that one. Right, it's, we'll not, it's not a family car, let's put it that way, but uh, <laughs> if you've got to get around Utah, I highly recommend it. Yeah. Eric, do you have a favorite? So is it one we had to own previously, or? Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> You've owned so many. I, well, yeah, you know. Um, I guess my favorite, I, I really like the Ferraris. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, didn't you, what did you drive last year? Uh, a Honda Civic? No, to Nerdtacular last oh. year. Oh, yeah, that Lamborghini, yeah. You drove, that was yes. nice. Yeah. I only, that was like five minutes of my life, sadly. <laughs> you know, it wasn't that great. It was all right, but yes, okay. Uh, Eileen? I think I'm supposed to say Ford with sync technology, but I love... I'm going to give that to Terpster. He told me to say that. Um, I love my Prius right now, and I have fond memories of my parents' orange 1971 Nova. Yeah. <laughs> Touched a nerve there. Okay, now uh, you guys drive them on the wrong side. We They're did. super small. What um, else? What do you got? Um, is actually too young to yeah. drive. I'm not. I'm too young to rent a car over here, so Patrick is going to be driving me later, so I'm slightly worried. But yeah, Kit is my favorite car of all time. Perfect answer. Veronica, what do you got? I think I'm also contractually obligated to say the Chevy Cruze. Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> but my, I would love a Tesla. I would really like a oh, Tesla. Yeah. yeah. I would too. Also, the Audi A4 Quattro I would like to have. Eamon, hi. Randy. Uh, for a brief time, I actually uh, owned and drove a Saab 9.3 Viggen. And it was... Fans oh, of the 93 Viggen. It was all, yeah, it was all front-wheel drive with that squirrely thing where you'd shift down and it'd wrench you into a lane you didn't intend to be in. <laughs> it, was, it was absolutely adorable, and I plowed into the back of another car one day, and that was the, uh, the end of that experience. All right, no more vegan cars. <clears throat> um, I'm a horrible socialist, so <laughs> I live You're in a country You're a great socialist. <laughs> 
I live in a country where we have a great uh, public transportation system. So I don't really like driving cars. And also, I like the environment. And I would like to say. <laughs> you have a fleet of vehicles, is what you're saying. I, did, I yeah. just realized Patrick one fleet. Of the, he's one of the most anti socialist states in the no, union right now. Le Car. How about a Le Car? Le Car, yeah, okay. So, uh, That's actually, French for the car, by the way. <laughs> I guess I will go with uh, something Jaguar, probably. Good plan. Yeah. English. No, no, English? no, 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 no. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and that's you know. You're welcome. It, it goes against my better judgment. <laughs> something English. I would say something English. All right. Yeah. Just away, What do you got? Oh well, I'm a I'm an old muscle car kind of guy. I would like to have a '68 Camaro uh, Super Sport, please. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. We do, we don't care about the environment here in the U.S. No. And, uh, even gas cars. Yeah. All right. Bringing the South to the West. That's like right, it. baby. Uh, Tom. I, yeah, I actually don't really care about cars. <laughs> so, so I'd, I'd, I'd say it's like a good solid 1940s era Packard. You know, something you could jump out with a fedora on. You'd have to wear the fedora, right. Yeah, spy on people or something. Tom, Tom should be in that L.A. Noir game, I'm telling you. Fits in there. All right, I'll answer the question. I really like my new Ford Fiesta, a little thing with the sink in it. No Ford sink connection here, but I love that car. And I... Yeah, and I thought it would take a lot to make me like Hon or Fords again. Are you just courting sponsors now? I'm not true? at all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give me your, your Canadian money, I see there. Tom's got a little... He was trying to prove there's no holes in Canadian money. We'll see later that that's not true, Jeff, wherever you are. Where is he? All right, he's got a coin that has a hole in it. Oh, he broke it out. In all fairness, we've all been tempted to smash our majesty, really. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to have, let's give some love way over there. See if I can trip over more stuff as I do it. Ladies and gentlemen, Old Man Franks. All right, whoa, that was loud. Um, so this question's for Scott and Brian. Hey, if, if I have to speak in French, you have to speak in Old Man Franks. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so by request, I am hereby declaring that entire stage to be my lawn, so get off my lawn, darn it! All right, so a uh, bit of a preface. Scott and Brian, you start the final score. Great show. You bring Nicole on. Amazing show. Absolutely. Scott and Eric, y'all start app slappy. Great show. And yes, I do listen, Eric. Don't even start. <laughs> You bring Eileen on, it's just that much better. So here's my question for you and, and Brian. When in the world is Veronica going to be the permanent third chair on Morning Stream? Listen, if you could get her sorry butt out of bed at 7 a.m. Pacific time, no. Honestly, if there's one thing I wish we had more in the network of, it is Veronica, but she's busy. She has so much going on all the time. I'll let you speak to it. You're so swamped. Yeah, I'm in, at the airport more than I'm home, so I'd have to figure out a really good mobile podcasting solution of some kind. I but hear Skype is really good. <laughs> <laughs> some kind of mobile podcasting solution. Yeah, That's true, I just need a TriCaster. I'm right. sure he just lends that out left and right. <laughs> but no, I would but love to be on sometime. Yeah, having her on more of everything is yeah. never far from everyone's mind. 
Love having her on. Oh, there's Kim. So everyone can clap for Kim now. She's right there. All right. This time, I go way over there on the edge of the. Ooh, I almost did that again. I'll come back to you. Hang on. Hey, uh, you cartoonists, uh, Dunaway, Mr. Johnson. Yeah, I love Tom. you guys. I just want to say that. Um, I fell out of love with art in uh, art school. I realized I hated art professors. And uh, <laughs> nothing personal if you're an art professor. Um, but I recently had some changes in my life, and I fell back in love with uh, drawing, inking, and painting. And I got some stuff I want to get outside of me. And my question is, how do you guys do it? Um, what kind of tech do you use? What kind of uh, uh, systems do you use to upload it? But also, how do, you, how do you just get it out of you on a daily basis? Yeah. All right. Well, you, we could maybe even speak to the art a little, maybe Dunaway and me or something, unless everyone else has been drawing and I don't know about it. Um, Scott does some great stuff. Fletcher? I draw stuff. Um, yeah, you know what? Actually, this is maybe a good point to say this. The, the artwork, the, the comic, the other comics, the, the illustration, the prints, the stuff you see hanging in, around here and stuff, all of that, surprisingly, has more to do with podcasting success than you, you would think. It's a great piece of cross-pollination. So you take this thing I do you know, that is sort of uniquely mine, it's my style or whatever, and that drives a lot of interest in, in a kind of certain kind of person who's interested in that sort of thing. And the shows have, the, have that same effect for, for maybe a different group. And what has turned out to be the case that I didn't expect was that there would be a lot of crossover and a lot of sort of, oh, you do that too? So now I want to get involved in that from both sides. And that's a, I think that's an important thing to mention, that podcasting in its whatever form it's in today, we're all just trying to do it and figure it out. And you know, as, as awesome as Twit is, you know what Leo's doing. He is really good at figuring it out. And he's, but he's still figuring it out. Like he's, we're all, it's all a work in progress. We're all at different stages. But while we do that, it's really nice to have an other thing that can help build it. It can build that. It can help supplement things like, you know, paying the bills, for example, when you need to. All of those sorts of things are, I think, are key. If you can come up with kind of um, multiple forms of expression, there's no reason those can't coexist. But to your, to your more pointed question about what do we use, how do you do it, and what do you do. I mean, my, my thing, and we talk about this all the time, is just throw it up there. Yeah. Like, if you're talking about the art, because that's what you're doing, just get something online. It doesn't matter. Get a blogger account. Get a WordPress.com account. Get a anything account. Yeah. It's all free these days. And just start cranking on it. I use a big Cintiq tablet, but I don't need to. I can use paper and pen and a scanner. Heck, I can I take don't recommend that. Yeah, yeah, not, you, yeah. you can. It's, it, it, takes, uh, it, it consumes a lot of time going from uh, uh, traditional art and, and making it uh, digitized. Uh, 100 of anything is a good start. Um, you really don't know where you're going until you get to that point. If you really want to know a lot more about uh, how to get your career started in that, listen to Comics Coast to Coast. Yeah, Comics <laughs> on, Coast uh, to Coast. It's on the Frog Pants Network. And it's, uh, we, we interview, yeah, yeah, we interview uh, cartoonists all the time, and we, we address just that. Um, I don't have a Cintiq, uh, but I do have a uh, Intuos 4 uh, Com tablet, and it, it's made all the difference in the world. I went from uh, working a lot longer trying to digitize my stuff to just working directly into the computer. So You also save a lot of paper, Patrick. It's a lot of yeah, it's good very environmental social I don't care about paper, but I yeah. do care about my time. <laughs> and, uh, 
Yeah, good uh, luck. Keep it up and uh, just, yeah, just the, keep the pounding away. Yeah, the issue is just away. throw it out there. It's the same with podcasting. If you've got an idea and you think you can do it, the tools are easy, and you throw it up and see what sticks, and you'll be surprised what sticks. And everybody uh, out there with, with software for uh, illustration is it's got a free trial. I, I use Painter. I think Scott uses Photoshop, yeah. and uh, it's all out there. Yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations. Glad you're doing that. Uh, let's, we got a few, we got time for a couple more. Hang on one second. Oh yeah, we, we got plenty of time. Jeez, I got a pee. Right Me here. and Veronica both. We got it. I'm going to this strikingly handsome man and his lady friend. Uh, my name is Alfred. This is my wife, Millie. Um, it's good to be here at Nerdtacular and it's really nice to be with so many nice people. And I feel like, um, the question is to the panel, but you know, we're nerds. I think we're connected that way. And uh, there's a stigma with nerds. We kind of talked about it at the beginning where I think troll is the word, but there's this negative connotation to people really getting excited about something. And um, I'm wondering if there's a way we can sort of evolve our community to be more, I don't know, positive and focus on the positive because it seems like the squeaky reels really get the, a lot of attention. And uh, I don't know if there's a way that, as I know Willie Dill's there and... Scott Johnson really encouraged people to submit ideas and, and, and become part of the community, connect with, with each other. And I know actually the whole panel is part of the panel because you, you took a step to be connected with each other. And I'm wondering if there's a way we can sort of encourage that more rather than those squeaky wheels becoming, you know, <laughs> who we're known as, as nerds, but really making, evolving our community and making it possible for I, I suppose if you want to you want to make a specific situation, there's probably a lot of people in this uh, audience who don't have the courage to maybe make a step, but feel like they really want to want to, you know, become more part of the community. What would you say to them? How do you get people involved? And is there a way that we can sort of change this stigma about nerd and and make it maybe, you know, ten years down the road, nerdtacular is going to be like, yeah, that means something awesome. <laughs> I think it's a great question. It was indeed. So, yeah. Okay, well, I look at this table. They're all, most, you started as community contribution. Yeah. Randy said in these awesome tips to the show, all it took was a little bit of, you know, him going, I'm interested in this, I'm going to do it, it's a show I like to listen to, so I'm going to submit these, and it turned out to be a really valuable part of the show. And then when time came for a change, it was easy. I just went, I know who I would like to call and ask to be on the show, the guy who's already doing a bunch of work, that already loves it, has passion for it, and I've, I don't know, I just felt good about it. So community, community. I didn't know about Patrick until he started sitting in his mods of the week. You know, in, in Veronica's case, she should have treated me like a troll and turned me away, but I was really into, into Buzz Out Loud back in the day, and that's how we kind of got to know each other. But that's how you do it. You just sort of reach out. And, and that is not to diminish the issue, because you, you make a, a really good point. So there are people here who I'm meeting today, who I, I shook their hand and went, oh, you're that guy I've never met, I don't really know your name, but I've inter we've had email conversations multiple times, this is finally a great time to, to meet you, put face to face, and it's all that that takes really. I think everybody up here is reachable, everybody's re and reach outable, and none of us are like, eh, we're in our private club, please don't. Mm. You know, there's a, there is, I mean, I, I heard a little rumbling this morning, not anything bad, but I heard a little rumbling this morning, I was like, hey, didn't all the, Producer people, didn't they have like a dinner last night? Nobody else was invited. 
wasn't a dinner. It was like a, a meeting. meeting. A it meeting, was, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, we did. We had a meeting. And we Kim made food for you know 40 people awesome. or whatever, and it was really good, honey. Thanks. And and, and it kind of was a meeting. We're like, oh, here's what's going on tomorrow. Everyone's gonna say. Not everybody here was there, um, but I wasn't invited. You were invited. Oh, you got in at ten. <laughs> Too late. Anyway, um, I, I have one so answer. Please, somebody throw I have away one answer here. to that question. It's something I didn't realize for a long time getting into this, and that is that ideas are not terribly useful or valuable. And before I came to that realization, I thought they were. I have all these great ideas. I'm going to go do something with all these great ideas. It's that other part that's really valuable. You have to, if you really want to accomplish something, you have to have good ideas, and you have to work. You have to do something with them and, 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 uh, and bring something that's, that's actually valuable beyond Or have idea. a funny accent. I mean, yeah. Well, that's just that. Yeah, that helps. It works. It does. That helps. Honestly. Right. But, but there's, there, you know, you, you can show up at the door with a suitcase full of ideas, and if you're not willing to put in the time and, and the blood, sweat, and tears, there's, you, you won't have anything to show for it. It's, it's really more, I would much rather uh, work with somebody who wants to, desperately wants to, you know, to get the next hundred hours worked out than, uh, you know, someone who just has a bunch of ideas. See, it's not just these guys. There are people out here who I, you know, wouldn't have known without all this, and we're, I consider, good friends with people. I see Reggie with his cowboy hat, and I think, it's Reggie. <laughs> well, before this nerdtacular stuff and all this community stuff, I don't know Reggie. I don't know him at all. But I know him now, and I value him as a really important friend. And we don't see each other all the time. He lives in Vail, Colorado. He texts me little poops once in a while, Veronica. I don't know what's going on with you two. But anyway, um, no, he doesn't. He doesn't do that. Yeah, I distinctly remember, actually, sitting uh, at a desk, at a desk job, listening to the Instance and Extra Life Radio, and just going, oh, these are good podcasts. Uh, and just never thinking, oh, well, maybe one day I'll be on this podcast. Uh, and then, you know, a few years later, through weird twists and turns, that's actually what happened. But really, it was just listening to it, getting inspired by finding out there's other people who, uh, who think and talk like me, and then going, well, you know, let me, uh, let me go roll a tune over on Earth and Ring and start hanging out with these people. And it's really like that simple. Like, you just get involved. I encourage anybody, get involved. Like, I mean, the Valentines, they got their own podcast now, too. You know, I mean, you can just do it. And if it's good and your content is there and you're, you're interesting to listen to and the quality's not too horrible, people are going to want to listen to it. So, um, you know, just do it and see what happens. Sometimes it's simple stuff. Like some of you out here will send a photo and say, hey, I just, I'm a photographer. I do this stuff on the side. You want to see my work? Sends me a couple of images and I'm like, dang, these are good. And maybe I'll tweet them or something. And it just creates a relationship. And I met Tom in 08 and shook his hand for half a second in Vegas. Remember that? Just yeah, and then you ran. A little wet handshake. Oh, man. I got out of there fast. But that turned into, oh, well, I'll check out this Extra Life Radio thing Veronica's talking about. Okay, that was actually kind of fun. And then it's just, I don't know, the relationship just comes out of, out of nothing, but the effort has to be made to sort of reach out and poke someone. I think that the, the perception... I should re-say that. Yeah, I, I was going to try to cover that. All right, thank you. Uh, no, but I think the perception of nerd is, is changing. I think it is going in the right direction. And I think what we're all saying up here is lead by example. 
uh, and, and how, whatever that means to you, don't be afraid to just get out there and do something. Don't say, well, but I'm not ready. It's not perfect. You know, even if it's just sending an email with an idea, even if it's like, oh, I created this little bumper, you know, for, for your show, or if it's starting a blog or, or writing a book and putting it up on Lulu or, or, or Amazon or, you know, whatever it is you've got in your head, stop planning and just do it. Because one of the things that I learned at journalism school was you just write. You don't have time to think, and then you revise. You revise, you revise. And, and the same thing goes with any of this stuff. The internet makes it so easy to just go and do it. Do one, look at it, and go, okay, now I need to do that better. You're never going to get better if you never start. Um, yeah, I think you were talking about on a societal level. Yeah. More, I mean, we're all really important and cool, and you, you, know, you want to be in the podcast that we do, I think. Um, but, you know, I guess... Beyond that, it's on a societal level, what you were saying is nerds are stigmatized and there's this image of geekery. And, but I think that's really changing really rapidly. I mean, when you see Dragon Con and Comic Con and all of this, it's, we just ultimately we need to wait for the old people to just, you know. <laughs> it's true, it's true. I mean, just wait them out. We you, can do it. you go, I. I, I Socialism, man. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I, had a, 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 I was lucky enough to be on TV a few uh, weeks ago, and I went there. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and it was staggering to me how far away from not just us, but from what everyday life for, of people who are, you know, using the Internet, uh, they are. They really don't have an idea of what's happening. And some people will get it, some people won't, but ultimately our, our whole generation, or most of our generation, is this now. And we're, I think it's their way of saying, you know, get off my lawn, or they, they, they don't want to be, they, they don't want to be, uh, they don't understand it. And they probably never will to an extent. So, and, but it's changing, and it will, it, it, it's, just, it's just what it is now. Everyone's grown up with video games and, you know, comics and stupid Transformers and, uh, I'm sorry, I meant excellent yeah, Transformers. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? And go, so, yeah. well, we're about to get another stupid one, but yeah. I, I was going to say, they're not done with stupid Transformers. I, I was going to say, too, is, is don't be afraid to go and express what, what makes you unique because chances are there's someone nearby you that feels the exact same way or is into the exact same thing. Um, my neighbor I've known for years didn't know what he's into, but we've known each other since, since college. And I was on either Forecast or Extra Life Radio, one of those times. And I'm at my mailbox, and he comes running out. He goes, oh, my gosh, do you know Scotty? You play World of Warcraft? You do this? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I heard you on the podcast. And, you know, now there's that connection. And so now if there's something to do, now we've got somebody else to do it. And certainly if you're into gaming or if you're into... Um, you know, obviously World of Warcraft with everybody here, everybody's into that and making that connection, but even if it's tabletop gaming or even it's movies or whatever, there's some group in your, in your community that's into that, and so you can connect that way as well. Terpster and Dills, we had that. Remember that call? Mm. Not the police cop guy, but the other one. Police cops! Yeah, I like that guy, though. <laughs> he got pulled over, and... Was it cop, worth it? He, well, not that one. But was it worth it's, it? Well, it was worth it. Before the police cops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gets pulled over. The guy says, well, I'm, what are you doing with your headphones in? He says, well, I'm listening to a podcast. And he said, well, what is it? And he said, the instance, and the cop knew what the show was. Yeah. So it's already kind of happening, and I think they let him go. Is he in the room, by the way, the yeah. cop? No. Okay. I, I, think, <laughs> I think it's important, though, too, like, uh, that we just own it, because when you go out into, into 
you know, normal society or whatever, and then you act like you don't play World of Warcraft, basically you're just pretending you're something you're not. And then it, you know, it's like, uh, it's like with anybody pretending to be something or not, it's like then nobody really sees it. Nobody really gets to know you like as the real you. Um, so like when I go to work, um, people know me as the guy, like in, in San Francisco, people know me as the guy who's like in bands and, and uh, you know, rides a motorcycle, whatever. And then they find out later when they talk to me, oh, but then you also do a podcast about World of Warcraft. Okay, now maybe I don't think of everybody who plays World of Warcraft as, you know, a nerd in their mom's basement. Maybe I think of it as somebody who plays punk music as well. And so you just got to, like, you know, we got to change it one mind at a time, really. And yeah, and it's funny because it. everybody here has kind of got a story like that. So you're in bands, you love baseball, you golf like a freak. What's well, not nerdy Mediocre stuff. Golf Association, check that's it out. That's mainstream behavior right there, right? <laughs> and everybody else, I, Randy has a love of the UFC that is barely comprehensible to me. He brings it up all the time. He'll go, well, you know that Ortiz something, blah, fight, blah, and I'm going, blah, blah. I don't know what he's talking about. That's good. I'm, I'm a massive Huey Lewis and the News fan, so. <laughs> yeah. Just normal. Just right. normal. Right. Normal people. Eileen's got all kinds of normal things she does, so does Veronica. Everybody up here, except Tom, really, I do all kinds of normal things. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding about that. Um, all right, well, let's see. We got... We have nine minutes. Let's take one or two more calls, maybe, or calls. <laughs> yeah, we're only 702-483. Please right. pull out your this cell guy, phones. Can I suggest over here? This guy's been raising his hand like all Which one? Right the here? whole time. Okay. Yeah, oh, he's from right Spain here. too. Came all oh, came all the way from Spain to watch me deafen myself twice. Uh, hello. It's a question for Derpster. Uh, Hi. Hey, hey. I'm Jorge from Spain, so. Oh, cool. Yeah, from a fellow European. So who, who a man of such fame as yourself did end up with these funny USA guys? I'm not too sure, really. <laughs> Everyone's looking at me like they're expecting me to offend them in some way. Um, I, I, I talk broader and just say that um, it's definitely... Oh, okay, I'll come back a bit. I like distortion. It's, it's just me. I mean, it's, it's the overdrive rock, yeah. Um, everything I've always done with podcasts, um, I've always done it with great people, and I think that that's what you do. You end up gravitating towards great people, and great people, they, you know, they kind of come together. And uh, Shram up there, he's still up there. Don't jump, Mike, don't. I love him to pieces, and we, we do a show every week, uh, Tippawa. Is there any, any people watch that? Listen to it? It's good. Yeah, it's a good one, isn't it? It's a good one. And before that, we did the Wow Insider show, and we stopped doing that, and it was one of those things where I honestly missed that weekly interaction with him. And we were saying earlier about how you guys are all a massive part of what we do, and that is very true. But in all fairness, if you all stopped listening to Tippawa, I think we'd still do it. I honestly do. <laughs> and it, it would be very weird. You know, it would be... Like, let's go to the chat channel. Oh, there's no one in the chat channel. Okay. But, you know, it's that sort of thing where, you know, you do just end up meeting great people and, uh, you know, you've already got that connection. And so I don't think it's really, you know, he is French, I'm English, they're all American. Um, <laughs> but ultimately, that doesn't even come into it. You know, it is just we're all, we're all nerds, we're all geeks, and, uh, yeah, we're all great people. There you go. <laughs> Especially all right. me. I got one right here. This is for the whole panel. Um, what's everybody's favorite quote or catchphrase? Um, I'm actually, I was hoping to hear uh, Brian Dunaway in the background saying, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> what, what do you want, don't do drugs? 
Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's okay, hear some George. of that. Yeah. We're going to make Veronica do the Sims. We should make everyone do something. Brian, Dun or Brian Ibbett should do your, do your saxophone song. <laughs> you <Go>. mean... <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> See, what do you got? I'll pay my favorite with your blood! Yeah. <laughs> Almost unintelligible, I apologize. She Seconded. <laughs> tell Blizzard thanks for that line, by the way. Uh, who else? Someone give me one. What do you got? Eric, come on, you got something. People don't know this. Do they know how... Oh, go, go for it. What? No, just your music. Your freaking album is so good. Oh, do you want People a catchphrase? Do you want People a... have heard his album, some of you, right? It's really good. Well, do you want to... Scott is a dork. <laughs> I'm glad you, I forgot. <laughs> Brian gave us a lame. Who? Patrick, give us one. This is Patrick with your mod of the week. <laughs> or did I just do it? Did I just do it? I'll, I'll do it as Scott. <laughs> so, he, for some reason, he always uh, gives me a weird Indian accent. <laughs> <laughs> So, hello, this is Patrick with your mod of the week. That's actually really good. That's about right. Yesterday in the car, he did you as Yogi Bear. No word of a lie. He's like, hey, I'm Patrick. What is going on? Hey, hey. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Terpster's American accent. Yeah. Hey, I'm walking here. There you go. Okay. All right. Tom, it is, it voices? is wrong of us to be having this discussion yeah. in front of Scott Fletcher. Oh, I know. What are we doing? Scott Fletcher, boobies, cheeseburger, something. Booby. Yeah, there you go. I'm sure he'll have a cheeseburger in him somewhere. I mean, to say later. Uh, let's see. We've got time probably for one good one. Where have I not been? Who's had their hand up a bunch? Anybody been paying attention? Have your hand been up for a while? All right. Well, we need a lady. I'll come back to you, maybe. Lady. Lady question. Hi. Um, I was wondering, how do you pick the word of the day? Because my husband outed me on your show, apparently, the other day with my word, one of my favorites. Uh, word of the day, for those who don't listen to... TMS is something we do every day, and it used to be I would just come up with them, so it would be like, I'm sick of the word laboratory, and we'd use that word, right? Or I'm sick of the word uh, deodorant or something. Yeah. Not sick of deodorant, but <laughs> um, not yet anyway. So I have, one, I have a stick in the car if anyone, that's actually true, but anyway, because I don't know, I'm up here running around. <laughs> so on, on TMS we have word of the day, but we quit doing that a long time ago because we get Email after email after email every day, multiple emails giving us words of the day. And we just go through them. They're all good. I don't really turn any away. There have been a couple that's like, I don't like the word mom because my mom's pissing me off right now. <laughs> and we're just like, those usually get a nice reply and I delete them. But, but if they, you know, send in something like, what was one we had last week? Like, uh, I don't know, staycation. Staycation's a good one. Stay yeah, we've had some that we kind of disagree with. Like, Webinar, uh, things like right. that. Synergy. Supposedly. Supposedly with a B. Yeah. So that's how we get him. So you must have sent one, or he sent one in with your word, right? Ah. Oh. Are you the husband? Nice job. Oh, what was the word anyway? 
Obtuse. Oh, yeah, that was uh, Tuesdays. Totally remember that now, uh, yes. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we called him out because if she's having to use the word obtuse about him frequently, then he needs to do some kind of inner soul searching or something. <laughs> I'll say this real quick. I don't really pick favorites, but I'm having so much, I don't mean of people, of shows. Like, I love everything we're making right now. But man, I'm, we are having fun with TMS. I really hope you guys are loving that show because, because we love it. Yeah. It's my favorite show. Having the time of our life. All right, let's do one more. Let's do you. I know you've had your hat on for a while. Henry is going to be mad. Sorry. Okay, this one was for Randy. Uh, how is it transitioning from reporting on something to working in, on that thing? Like, how was that transition? It was wonderful. Um, <laughs> No, I, you, uh, the, yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't had a day job in years at that point, so uh, there was a lot of new relationship energy, you know, and uh, I, I, I just don't, uh, I can't overstate how much I really miss the instance, like prepping and recording that show and then that high that we would be on afterwards every week, that really... I, I will wake up some, like some Saturday mornings, I wake up worried that I need to be doing something to, to prep for the instance. I, so, yeah, it was like, it was like uh, what did I describe? I described it as, as having to put down a dog that like, isn't yet sick, you know? Like, it was like this, that's really how I felt, and I still kind of feel like, for, for myself, but, but you, know, you know it has you, to... You know the show's still on, right? Oh. <laughs> No, in that, our in our that, numbers are higher than ever, but just keep going, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's a joke. See, see a in joke. that analogy, I'm the dog. See? <laughs> but uh, so you know, you know, it's it's really good stuff that I'm getting to do professionally to to have been able to to make that jump. And we get to keep him for Film Sack. And later today, live Film Sack, yeah. Tremors is the film. Sadly, you won't get to watch the movie, but you get to hear us ramble on about it. And Scott Fletcher's here to do all the intros, so I can't imagine anything better. All right. I think that's going to do it for questions. We're about out of time anyway. The way this works is uh, after this panel, uh, before I forget, we are going to have a bit of a break, about 30 minutes. And uh, people can mill around, stand up. These chairs are hard, so I know they're dying to walk around a little bit. Um, and after that, we've got uh, Nerdtacularly Challenged. Am I saying that right, Brian Ibbett? Yeah, that's correct. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's right. Stay tuned for All Things Considered coming up on the hour. One, one point, Scott. Yeah, did Scott get a point just now? Um, and that's it for that. So we'll come back for that. And that's, uh, by the way, these are the teams. Team Deluxe, Team Johnson. Go Team Johnson. Or Team Deluxe. Um, no. Can I just say one more thing? I'd just like to say, if you have had a question and haven't had a chance to say it or didn't want to say it in front of everyone, um, I think we're all very cool with you coming up and just asking us stuff individually, Absolutely. and please do come and say hi, because yep. uh, we've traveled a, you know, quite, a, quite a way to come here, so it'd be really nice to make the most of it and get to meet you all, so yeah. Take Cheers. lots of pictures, do all that kind of stuff. I want to thank the panel for sitting in on this. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you, panel. <laughs> I, can't, I cannot say it enough how really, truly honored and grateful I am that they took the time to come to this. It made today really, really special uh, for me personally and I think for everyone as a whole. So thank you guys again. We'll see you guys in a half hour and we'll get going with Ibit's crazy freaking thing he's going to do. And I can't wait. Hugs, not drugs. Just remember that. And scene.
Hello, this is John Scalzi, and you're listening to Versus the World Radio.